0: On today's episode of Sex Time, we're going to explore the topic of misogyny, I think. I'm recording this before I actually talk to Badger, and I have no idea what she's going to say, but I do know that at least two of the episodes we're discussing today, women are viewed as objects or less than. And In one of the episodes, a woman actualizes herself, her full potential, by embracing her sexuality. And that was in a cartoon meant for children all this and more on today's episode of Sex Time. Hey Badger. Hey Kelly. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Awesome this is like a really good example of how we can actually have a conversation like real humans.
1: I know. And the fact that nobody has listened to our most recent episode actually makes me feel a lot better about having normal conversation about things without (laughs) like the the tension of the
0: performative aspect. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but I think we might actually have a couple listeners. One of those was me. Um, But I want to do a couple of shout outs because um, I have listened to like so many podcasts and these are things you do right at the top of the episodes so that people are like I feel seen you know Mm -hmm. so I want to do one shout out uh, to the weekend watcher who sent us a voice memo which I will uh, fold into the end of this episode which was like a welcome to anchor which is the medium in which we are doing our recording and it was really nice to hear from somebody do you have anything to say about that? yeah well we listened to it together and I thought it was just one of those like
1: canned oh look these people exist let's advertise to them on this whatever but then the guy was like yeah I was listening to your early episodes well there are early episodes of sex time and like he said sex time like that's our
0: thing that we're making that's like he actually like did this specifically for us Mm -hmm. so I think we should feel special I think
1: so too. So
0: shout out to that guy. And I think we should also do a shout out to the first person who asked, when are you going to do another episode, which is your good friend, Emily? Yeah, shout out to Emily, our most loyal listener. How do you know Emily?
1: Oh, it's very complicated. But we've known each other for a while.
0: Okay. And she's put up with you to the point where she's not only willing to continue talking to you, but also listen to your podcast.
1: Um, she loves me. So, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Well,
0: um, without so any... So,
1: who loves you enough
0: to have listened to all of our podcasts? Who do you want to give a shout out to? You. <laughs> um, my cat, Nala, who sits with me while I record. Um for those of you who listened to the last episode I had some cat drama with my naughty cat trying to get into some food he shouldn't have he has been banished to the catio for this right now (laughs) so he's alone and it's so far away from where I'm sitting I couldn't hear him if he started crying but he deserved it (laughs) so Nala uh, here's to you you have cost me almost six grand in vet bills are we good with shout outs I think so
1: So I listened to our last episode and I noticed that we talked about sex in the city a lot more than we talked about Adventure Time. And I don't think that's fair. I I agree agree with you. I think the episodes should be shorter for one. 45 minutes is too long. And we should divide the conversation time equally between the two shows. Instead of you just like interrogating
0: me about a, a show that I hate that I'm watching for you. Well, I have to... I have to pan for gold somehow. So, but I, um, I wanted to add something a little bit more substantial um, for structure to this episode. So I went and got some episode descriptions because I don't think we really did a good um, introduction to the specific things we were watching. I introduced the shows kind of holistically but, if uh, what what would you like to start with today?
1: Let's start with sex in the city because I'd like to end on adventure time. That's how I watch them. I think okay. that's how we should all watch them. That's how and I did it, it too. Yeah. and was a good taste in your
0: mouth. kind of. I was a little upset by this week's adventure times. So let's start with just reading the uh, episode description. Um, if you have Amazon Prime and are watching it via Amazon Prime, this is the description from Amazon Prime. How many times can I say Amazon Prime? Hashtag spawn con. <laughs> okay. So the the uh, the air date of this was June fourteenth, nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> I was at a deep um, breath in of pain
1: I'm just that's my normal breathing I didn't do anything please read the episode description let's just let's just do it
0: Miranda makes the mistake of going out with a quote unquote modelizer parentheses someone who is obsessed with models semicolon Samantha chooses to go out with a modelizer and has her sexual encounter videotaped spoiler alert it's known as a different modelizer never mind Damn it, I messed it up already. (laughs) Uh, Semicolon. Carrie experiments with Derek the model and flirts with Mr. Big. So that's an overstatement with the Derek the model thing. So you don't have to say semicolon. That's not why they're there. Uh, I'm just like giving the people the literal truth that is on this page. All right.
1: So what do you think? So as you know... I told you off air that I was going to try to find one thing that I liked about every episode of this so that it's not just just a total drag. And I had to stretch here. Okay. So I decided that I like how Cynthia Nixon didn't coddle that weird man, the modelizer, who like, had dinner parties with his only three friends and new models every week and made them play the same game and answer the same question the same ways every week, which is like a serial killer thing. <laughs> but I could, I could easily see somebody finding out that this guy is into models and being like, oh, well, maybe I can change him. And she wasn't having that. And that's the thing that I
0: liked about this episode. <laughs> you uh that's a that's a good thing to to like um i think in in the future you will see that the i can change him characteristic is definitely a charlotte thing and miranda is not about that
1: right and miranda is cynthia nixon she has short hair that is correct (laughs) and miranda is in the show also i will learn them as we go you will
0: so what i what i really want i'm not going to interrogate you quite like i did last time but i really want to get your take on a couple things first how do you feel about the guy who videotapes his encounters with models without them knowing
1: so that's illegal yeah it is i looked it up that's a research yeah it's basically sex assault it is a legal violation uh, to videotape somebody without their consent and this was obviously he had VHSs this is before revenge porn laws but it definitely falls under that
0: kind of uh, ickiness. I think it also demonstrates something in Carrie that she does not view models as people because She's, like, into watching it when it's the models, but warns her friends, hey, he videotapes his conquest, and it's like, why don't you warn all the models here, too, because, like, they're people.
1: Yeah, like, call the police, search this guy's basement, this is the tip of a very unpleasant
0: iceberg. So I feel like there's a general expression by the characters, that they don't really view models as people. And I think the show does that too. I think that the narrative of the show is that women who are models are sub, I don't know, entitled to the same sort of respect.
1: I wanted to give this episode an alternate title and the alternate title that I choose to give it is Horizontal Aggression.
0: Tell me more about that. That sounds like a, a, an ivory tower phrase.
1: <laughs> well, horizontal aggression is when uh, people inside of a social in-group, so women or uh Feel really personally attacked by what just happened.
0: I think my phone is a misogynist. I'm so sorry. I have turned off the ability to take calls. That's what happened. A call came in. Who was calling you? Um, it's this spam number that tries to look like it's from a Portland area code that um, I've blocked as many of them as I can. I just normally ignore them, but I didn't even think about that. I might get one tonight. So I'm really sorry. Um, the spammer is also really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you were explaining horizontal aggression before a misogynist solicitor try calling.
1: Right. So horizontal aggression is when people in the same group uh, attack each other. Like um, women could be a group. Uh, Asians could be a group. Trans people could be a group. Um so in this case, we're seeing women who are denigrating other women based on their profession as being uh, like literal objects mm-hmm. that that don't have any validity. Uh, and I don't hold with that kind of feminism. No.
0: And I think that um, of of the types of horizontal aggression I've observed in real life and Obviously, I can't really speak to experiences that I haven't had. I think that women can be very toxic with each other and hold each other to impossible standards. And um, I think a lot of that is, is a, pro- a byproduct of um, being put through the ringer with misogyny. But w- women are really hard on each other.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure like the, you know, the whole Stormy Daniels thing, I'm seeing a lot of women in the twitterverse uh try to come down on stormy because of her profession or being surprised that she is articulate and well-informed uh because of her profession right
0: i i if there's one thing that we get out of this and i hope it's not a presidential dick pic what i really would like is that we can start to normalize sex work because it is valid and the women who are in this profession are valid and um i don't think that having the title of being Quote, unquote, porn star means you're also less than. It's just another job, like Mm -hmm. any other job. Yeah, and sex work is hard work. Uh, Stripping is sex work. It's hard work. All of it. This got really, like, real. (laughs) Would you like to say anything else about sex in the city? (laughs) (laughs) So, they're... I feel like with the Skippy guy, they're really taking
1: this trope too far where he's this nice white guy. He's going to kill everyone. Uh, He's super entitled and basically stalking Cynthia Nixon uh, because he's a nice guy and she won't return his calls. And he's at the store buying Captain Crunch and stalking her
0: while she's buying whatever she was buying. So after he goes on his rampage, his neighbors will be like, oh, he was so quiet. And then, like, psychologists will be like, well, if he hadn't been rejected by so many women, mm-hmm. blah, 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 we'd all be alive right now.
1: I'll be like, gosh, he was,
0: he just had some trouble. He was a warrior poet. <laughs> warrior poet. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, how do you feel about um, Samantha deciding to go back to the guy's apartment knowing that he films models and then her, like, rejection from him when he's like oh I only do that for models basically being like you're not on that level um and she demanded her due anyway how do you feel about her ego and where she gets validation from
1: I first of all I feel like everybody who knows about this guy is complicit in sexual assault so yes that's how I feel about that <laughs> I kind of don't have any other room for for Samantha's feelings
0: about herself. She has um, kind of a bulletproof ego, it seems. Um, She doesn't have anything to say about herself when all of the women are criticizing the parts of themselves they don't like. Um, She has this brazen confidence um, that some might say is unearned. That wasn't my take, but... My take
1: was that she's complicit in sexual assault.
0: So um, the show that you have said is problematic uh, proves to be so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you want to talk about Adventure Time now?
1: Yeah, let's talk about Adventure Time because there was uh, there were some parallels between the episodes that we watched this week in Prisoners of Love and
0: kind of in Tree Trunks. Definitely more so in Prisoners of Love. So I have the synopses. They don't have, um, these aren't like an official synopsis. They're from the like fan-powered wiki for Adventure Time. So the synopsis of Prisoners of Love is Finn and Jake must free themselves and seven princesses from the Ice King. That's it. Yep, okay. So to give a little more detail... Um, Finn and Jake are playing in the snow. They come across the Ice King. He's irritated by them, freezes them, brings them back to the castle. He has seven princesses in the cell. And he's basically trying to figure out which one he wants to make his wife. Mm -hmm. And um, in that, he seems to kind of uh, reject their um, agency. (laughs) Uh, View them a little bit like objects.
1: Yeah, it's pretty rapey.
0: A little bit, yeah. Um, so with that, uh, I feel like there might be, if we're going to go super deep into the critique of this, it seems kind of like this white savior trope because, you know, the men have to come in and, and free the women. Um, whereas the women probably had some capability to do this all themselves, like concoct a plan and fool the dopey ice king, but what? Let's hear your thoughts on this episode that might not be like from a 300 level women's studies class.
1: Well, it's a little puzzling because Ghost Princess is in there. She, she is a ghost. She can actually go through walls. So not sure
0: why she's hanging out. Solidarity with her fellow prisoners?
1: Maybe. LSP's in there. She could get out.
0: So, last time we talked about this, you told me that I need to, I guess, be patient with the Ice King. That he's going to grow. Eventually. But he's uh, not good in this.
1: No, you don't have to be patient with him in this episode. He sucks.
0: So, what's his deal? <laughs> why, um, why does he um, feel the need to go about things this way with, with women?
1: You're asking me, okay. Any question that you ask me is going to tie into some like major spoiler. So, do you want me to tell you the spoiler? No. Okay. So, if you ask a question, I'll let you know if it, if I would spoil something by answering it truthfully. And I would spoil the Ice King's obsession with princesses if I answered that truthfully. Okay. Gosh.
0: I feel like we're, we're restricted from having like a complete conversation because there's just, there's so much growth in adventure time and there just really isn't insects in the city. (laughs) (laughs) So so
1: go ahead, ask, ask something else or I don't know. What did you think of Slime Princess?
0: Of Slime Princess? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, She was really quick to reject Finn for peeing his pants, I
1: guess. (laughs) (laughs) So some of those princesses, uh, some of them have like big spots in their own episodes, and then that's it. Some of them kind of make cameos. Some of them become main characters. And uh, some you just really don't see again Mm. until a a largely princess-based episode. So
0: these are all... Princesses, some of whom are um, intelligent but they need a 12 year old boy and an elasticized dog to save them.
1: I've wondered about these early episodes and this is definitely reading too much into it. Uh, so Princess Bubblegum needs somebody in her thrall to be like an adventurous hero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in some of these early episodes I'm wondering if She's devising things to like let him cut his teeth a little bit, do experiments on him, watch him develop, see what he does. Hmm. so that's my that's my in universe logical explanation for uh why Finn has to be the guy who goes in and saves princesses, one of whom can literally just float through walls.
0: So to be honest, I, I didn't really love this episode.
1: No, it's not great. It is not. Um, I and think you're, you're gonna hit a pattern here where there's like a good episode because it's fun or because it's thoughtful uh, or because it's artistically colorful, and then an episode that's like meh. Hmm. So it's it's the first season, and I think it's okay that if it starts a little rocky. Okay, I'm
0: sticking with it. That was our deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I didn't hate it, but I also, you know, there were some good moments in it, like when 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 Finn says that they should be able to marry who they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be able to, you know, exercise their their agency and self determination. I mean, who's going to argue with that? Yeah. Red state Ice people. King. Oh my god. Is the Ice King does he live in a red state? The Ice no. King lives in Alaska.
1: He, you know, he lives in the Ice Kingdom. Yeah,
0: formerly known <laughs> as Alaska.
1: We actually don't know where it's set. I mean there are some clues, but just not sure. It could be Eastern Europe, could be LA.
0: So this is not near Finn and Jake's home, so they had to have Travel there, so it can't be super far. Because no, it's no. pretty close. Hmm. the The Ice King's Ice King because
1: he commands snow and ice. It's magic, so that land is of his own creation. Yeah, it's butted up next to the grasslands, mm-hmm. so it's always snow and ice there. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna
0: pretend it's Alaska.
1: I mean, you do what you need to do gonna so yeah overall not a great episode
0: but definitely some tie-ins to the second episode of sex in the city so with that um uh, the final episode we watched was tree trunks and this is the synopsis of that one tree trunks joins finn and jake on an adventure through the evil forest in search for the legendary crystal gem apple mm-hmm so to flesh this one out, they are visiting tree trunks. She's making apple pie. She's super sweet, makes really good pie. She's got this like life goal that she wants to taste the crystal gem apple. Mm-hmm. And so they decide that they're going to take that adventure, and she's coming with them.
1: Yep. And the note that I
0: have for this is, are Carrie Bradshaw and tree trunks both sexy adventurers? <laughs> But to um, now you have to say whether or not either of them are actually sexy. Well, Tree Trunks calls herself a sexy
1: adventurer. So I think she's internalized that she is a a sexual individual. And I'm not going to take that away from her.
0: No, I think that this is a really big part of her identity. She is self-determining this. She is deciding for herself that she is a sexual being. And that's, um, you know, her her source of internal validation. No one's saying, hey, Tree Trunks put on all that lipstick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She puts on all that lipstick because she wants to. Mm-hmm. And then she kisses Jake all over and he's into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Carrie Bradshaw... I don't know how much of what she does is because she wants to, or if it's because it's expected based on her like station, you know, the the kind of friends and company she keeps expect her to go to clubs and to wear high heels. I don't know how much of that, you know, at a certain point I decided I don't want to wear high heels anymore and I'm not going to put on makeup all the time. And I don't surround myself with people who expect that of me. And I've always decided that, but if, you know, if I, if Carrie Bradshaw was like, I'm wearing mom jeans and I'm going out tonight with no makeup on, her friends would probably react with like, what the heck's going on with you? The tree trunks is she's just doing whatever she wants, mm-hmm. regardless of what people say about it to the point where she gets pretty yelled at by Finn.
1: Yeah. I mean, he she's a tiny little elephant and, you know, I think she was in some danger with a couple of
0: those monsters. And she didn't really understand the gravity of the situation they were in. Yeah, she was a, a little dippy do about everything. But uh, the guys protected her. And they saw her through to the end goal. And they got to that crystal gem apple. And, and- they used Tree Trunk's methodology to get her to that crystal gem a- apple.
1: They yeah. put on makeup. They weren't ashamed of it. They thought it was cool.
0: Their makeup looked crazy <laughs> well <laughs> yes, so they at the, basically the 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 final boss that they reached was a sort of crystal golem that was mimicking them and so instead of putting on the like aggressive you know attack mode, they did the more demure option to have the um the crystal golem mimic the demure and the feminine and it was effective mm-hmm And then I gotta know, when Tree Trunks bit that crystal gem apple, did she die?
1: So did you watch all the way to the end?
0: Yeah. So she bites the apple and she goes like, poof, and she's gone. And then she's walking around and she's like in a crystal thing.
1: Okay, so I'm glad that still has the impact that that it did. Because they didn't. I'm, I swear they added that last little bit where she's walking through the crystal world, mm-hmm. like trotting so happily. Uh, because originally she just exploded and the episode ended with Finn just staring in horror, covered in kabuki makeup.
0: <laughs> so they they edited the episode in order to make it apparent that Tree Trunks wasn't dead. That she didn't explode and die.
1: But mm-hmm. watching it for the first time, I think you're supposed to think that Tree Trunks is dead. She exploded, and that's it.
0: Why Why would they want us to think that? To show that, you know, sometimes the the, the journey matters more than the destination?
1: I think maybe it's just shocking and hilarious to upset adults like that.
0: But this is for children. This show is ostensibly for children.
1: Ostensibly it is.
0: Is it not really? it's for everyone but children would see that and be very troubled by that would they i have a friend whose kid is watching it
1: right now and i don't think he's particularly traumatized how old is the kid and how much of a sociopath is the kid uh like five or six and not at all
0: Hmm. oh my god did you hear that yeah my cat knocked over my chapstick you have no control over your own life. I don't. I don't. Why are we having this discussion on tape?
1: <laughs> you could have just pretended that that was anything else.
0: Well, I need to be honest with you.
1: My rabbit chewed a hole in my sheep on the bed while we were having this conversation. I kept it professional. Wow. I guess
0: I am just never going to make it as a professional <laughs> podcaster. So,
1: are Carrie Bradshaw and Tree Trunks both sexy adventurers? I'm going to go back to my note.
0: <laughs> were you? How tired were you when you wrote that note? Um, I wasn't that tired, I think. If I had to say that Tree Trunks was like any character in Sex and the City, I feel like she would be more of a Samantha because she is very much like I'm doing what I'm going to do and fuck the haters. Yeah. I'd say that's accurate. Now, what would Finn be?
1: I don't know that much about sex and the city. I think he's a Charlotte. I don't know what that means.
0: Well, um, Charlotte is a little bit of a a ding-dong optimist with a heart of gold. Do you think that's accurate for Finn? Yeah, I guess so. And then Jake might be Carrie or Miranda or a combination of the two.
1: Who are the other hundred characters that come into Adventure Time?
0: Why are you asking me that?
1: Why are you asking me things about which character is what? I don't know.
0: You still think I'm um, Lumpy Space Princess?
1: Yes. Every day my conviction on that hardens <laughs> What did I do today David? that proved that to you? <laughs> I don't remember.
0: Sometimes you say stuff like, oh my God. <laughs> I think I texted you that if my bus was not an express bus and was a combo.
1: Oh wait, no, no. Let me get the message. Are you actually I'll read it.
0: it? Are you read it, read it like I would have said it. Okay. Let me find it. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I brought this on myself by even bringing it up, though. This is also after you said you're not
1: that friend, that everybody has to be like, okay, guys, let me tell you
0: about this person before you go into our room. You're that friend. I'm not that friend. I'm great. Badger's a little intense, but she means well. Um, Kelly might get a little dramatic.
1: But just give her a pass okay so your bus was running late yeah and you said i swear to god if the bus does show up and it's a fucking combo i will die we want an express bus to our park and ride no side quest to another park and ride
0: with others i forgot about the other part of that i sent you Because you only just sent me a screenshot of the part about how I will die. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the side quest and the others. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Well, I'm really looking forward to you seeing more of Lumpy Space Princess's uh, personal development
0: <laughs> and being like, "Hey, look, she can grow. Why can't you?"
1: <laughs> I think you real you will like her. Um... Because she's a princess and she lives in like a lumpy space castle and she decides that she doesn't, she's not into that lifestyle and she walks. She does. She
0: does. She's she's like Lorelai Gilmore. Don't know. Don't know. Oh my God. I regret every day that I didn't ask you to watch Gilmore Girls, but there's enough podcasts about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, so now we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing this for as long as it takes. Mm-hmm. And we, we definitely don't regret this decision. I'm glad that you're watching
1: Adventure Time finally. I'm
0: glad that we are having, um, you know, really deep conversations about feminism due to the fact that Sex in the City is a shockingly anti-feminist show. Are we living inside of a Reductress article? We both know that Reductress is personally attacking both of us. I feel personally attacked. All the time. <laughs> I think that they have, like, bugged our texting or, well, I don't know, but they they just know <laughs> things about us. They're part of Cambridge Analytica. Oh my god, they probably are. <laughs> we like all of the articles on Facebook. That's how they know everything. <laughs> This is all Mark Zuckerberg's fault. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we done here? I think we're done here. Okay. Any final thoughts? Um, I'm I'm really sorry about making this the condition for me watching Adventure Time. But you're stuck. I
1: regret many things. But this most of all.
0: Wow. <laughs> This is going to take forever to finish. I know. I'm sorry. Well, we're just going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll do it live. Sex time. Live. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Um, well, I hope you have a great evening and you don't have nightmares about um, models. Thanks. Um
1: I don't think models are monsters based on their jobs, so I probably won't.
0: So the persuasive, the hand of media has not, you know, forced you into decisions about these people. I think I might have nightmares about
1: being secretly filmed. But we should have that anyway, because we're in Trump's America. That's true. Don't say that man's name in my house.
0: (laughs) I'm not even at your house.
1: Your voices in my house.
0: Whose fault is that?
1: This is like a Forces of Mordor utterance.
0: And now you're just Shit, talking. What is it called? You're just talking nonsense. So I think we should end things. Now.
1: Elrond's house.
0: <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'd like to take a moment to apologize on behalf of Badger because it is somehow her fault that we got interrupted by a phone call that came into my phone. It was definitely her fault. Anyway, we'd like to thank you for listening and just remind you that we have a Twitter. It is at uh, SexTimePod. pod. We don't update a ton yet because we don't really know what we're doing, but you can definitely check us out there. And we are hoping to get these episodes out on a weekly schedule. And if you are a sponsor, we want your money. And we'll talk about you all day, Blue Apron. All day. Thanks. Bye. Hey, this is Reggie, your Weekend Watcher, and I was checking out a couple of your early episodes. I mean, they're all early at this point, but a couple of your early episodes uh, on Sex Time, And uh, I just have a couple of things to say. First off, welcome to the Anchor community. There's like a few hundred of us that are, you know, fairly, you know, we're, we're a network. We help each other with technical things on Anchor, help each other with format ideas and whatever. Uh, and so you're welcome to get plugged in if you want. Uh, you can do that through me if you'd like. You know, that said, you know, some of us podcast about specific topics. Some of us are more sort of audio blogs. Some of us are, there are people that like uh, learn from Eileen or learn with Eileen who give advice on just tech tips to help you here on on this platform. So you can feel free uh, to explore and sort of get more uh, help for the community. You do the thing.